0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Microsoft Innovative Educator Spotlight Series podcast. This is Episode 7. My name is Jeff Bradbury. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope everybody's having a great start to their holiday weekend and our holiday season. On today's program, we're going to be talking to an MIE expert and MIE trainer from the United Kingdom, where he is doing some really amazing things in his classroom that have to do with Office 365... And chocolate. Stay tuned for that. We'll tell you all about it. Of course, we're coming up here on our annual Skypeathon. It's going to be happening on November 29th and 30th. It is an opportunity where educators can get together and connect our classrooms through video conferencing. There's, of course, several great things that you can do to participate in this year's Skypeathon. You can go over to Skypeathon.com and sign up and join the Microsoft Educator Community. It is a free thing that I certainly encourage you to do. And once you're over there, you can find. Find other educators or other educational professionals to connect with on Skype. If you're doing something great in your curriculum, reach out to other educators and experts. Bring them into your classrooms and connect your students and explain to them how our classrooms these days are as connected classrooms don't have any walls, don't have any boundaries and it is our jobs to really bring the learning to ourselves. We have a fantastic sway over on our website. You can find all the information about this and all of our shows over at teachercast.net slash MIE Spotlight and of course we love it when you reach out and subscribe to this and all of our shows on teachercast.net slash MIE Audio and teachercast.net slash MIE Video and it is really really important that when you go over and subscribe to our shows. Leave us a rating. Leave us a review. This is episode seven of a fantastic new spotlight series. We want to hear from you, and we are also interested in having you guys as a guest on our show. So if you are an MIE out there, please leave us a ring. We would love to hear from you. Of course, there's other great ways that we can connect as Microsoft Innovative Educators on the first and third Tuesday of every month at. 10 a.m. and 4 p.m. Pacific time, we have our monthly tweet meets. On the first Tuesday of every month, you can reach out on Twitter at OneNote Q. And on the third Tuesday of every month, we have hashtag MSFTEDU chat. Two great Twitter chats that you can participate in as a Microsoft innovative. Educator. My guest today is a Microsoft innovative educator from the country of England. He's not only an MIE expert, but also an MIE trainer. And next month, he's going to be giving an MIE expert talk called Champagne and Chocolates The Fun Way to Launch Office 365. Welcome onto the show, Alex Handy. Welcome to the MIE Spotlight. Thank you very much for having me, Jeff. So tell us a little bit about yourself here. Uh, You're our first official guest um, outside of the United States. Um, Tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Uh, Well, I teach at a large comprehensive school that's a mixed intake school uh, in the UK. Um, I'm an assistant head at the school. Um, As you say, this summer I became an uh, MIE expert and have just become an MIE trainer. Uh, My roles are kind of split in two, really. Uh, Half of it's uh, leadership within the school, and that's overseeing careers. And I also help out with the sixth form and also head of trips. So I make sure lots of people go out and have fun on trips. And also um, the other half of it is in the classroom. I'm a geography teacher. I also teach economics um, to students doing their A-levels which in the UK is 16 to 18. And um, lastly, I also uh, line manage IT, which is the part where I help train people on um, all aspects. But uh, mainly this year, it's been the Microsoft products and Office 365.
0: So, so tell us a little bit about that training that you have going on here. Champagne and chocolate. What, what does all this mean?
1: Um, it's basically uh, what, uh, a kind of phrase that we came up with um, that really learning how to use technology should be fun. And it should be differentiated so rather than saying to people right you have to do this and you must include this tool or that tool so for office 365 it might say well actually this week we want to make sure everyone's using sway or you're using office mix and everyone has to use that we try and make it fun And the way we do that is we set little competitions. Uh, We set up at the beginning of the year a Twitter feed, and people could use it if they wanted to or not, but they would send me all of the great things they're doing in their classroom using Office 365 products, and we started with an easy win. So one of the key things that we have is easy wins. So we start off with the things that we feel are going to need the least amount of training, and for us that was Sway. And so we set up a little competition uh, called Scrappy or Sway. And the first one was uh, people could use little scrap pads in their classroom as starters or they could use Sway's. So the idea was that it wasn't totally tech centred. They could use be creative in any way they wanted and they would send me pictures or links or they could tweet about it. And at the end of the half term, uh, there would be a prize and we had a bottle of champagne for the winners um, and some bottles of wine or chocolates or whatever people wanted. Um, And we had a little bit of a prize giving during our learning and teaching conference that we did at the end of the half term. And it kind of just makes it fun. Uh, People got really involved with it. We ended up having to have about six to eight prizes as opposed to the one or two that we thought because there were just so many good things that people were doing. And then each half term, we have a little different competition. So at the moment, we are running um, something called Awesome Mix, which kind of pays homage a little bit to kind of Guardians of the Galaxy. We have a few kind of superheroes uh, fans in school. And the idea this time, again, is we combined technology with something for, uh, else that people can do. People can send us things that they're doing awesome. Um, and the way we kind of define that is things that... Uh, when staff are doing a lesson something which they really feel engages students um, and at the same time we've put in their office mix and we've uh, sent out help uh, sheets and help uh, videos on how to use office mix especially focused on the um, sit form again those 16 to 18 students uh, for revision tools and uh, going over tasks um, and kind of trying to do a bit more flip learning um, so we've still got the sways going on um, and now we then want to kind of add something else to people's toolbox. And that's the way it works.
0: You know, I love the idea of doing things that are fun. And I, I know a lot of people right now are looking at professional development and they're saying PD is tech. And sometimes that, that works and sometimes that's a little bit of a hard sell. But I absolutely love the ideas of the, you know doing with the prizes and bringing the superheroes in. Tell us a little bit about how you started this. Was this just an idea that somebody came up with or did, is this something that kind of evolved into your current uh, position?
1: Okay. Um, well we started we only just started it in September um, and we kind of sat down and thought, right we've got all of these great tools. some people will want to use them, uh, some people will be a bit unsure and it was it was really around that idea that I feel quite strongly that CPD should be differentiated. Um, I was lucky in the sense that the school uh, started something called faculty centred CPD, which I know other schools uh, have done, but it was kind of new to us, which was the idea that other than a few core pieces of CPD, such as child protection, which every school has to do. You could book in to whatever you wanted across the year, and you simply submitted that so these are the areas we want to work on, and therefore we booked in areas um, either from external people or uh, people with particular skills in the school to help train on those um, and that really has been uh, totally revolutionary for us because it's meant that we can go into faculties and we can turn around and say, "What do you want or have a look at these tools and which ones do we want to pick out from that? Um, And the differentiation in there comes from the fact that we have certain members of staff who may be really, really worried about using tech. And we start them off with we kind of almost have a grading system. So uh, we're moving to all of our online systems being OneDrive. And then I think the next one up from that really is Sway and then having a look at Office Mix. And then from there, going on to OneNote and then having a look at um, looking Skype Classroom and then kind of judging where people are at with that and what they need to use it. And then entering them either with everything, because actually they already use bits of those tech already, or saying, right, OK, fair enough. Currently use nothing have a go, have a look at what OneDrive offers, have a look at how easy Sway is to start, start off with, and then we'll grade that through the year. And that's been brilliant. Um, and frankly, the teachers have been super, super positive, more positive than I, I could ever imagine. Uh, we've got so many students now using Sway. Um, we've got people coming to me saying, right, okay, Office Mix, I've heard that you can voiceover, and it's pretty easy, and we've already got PowerPoints, can we use that? Um, so putting in the kind of competition element is just the kind of finishing touch to that, really. It just means that we're saying to people, you don't have to go and spend hours and hours and hours training. We'll come along, pick the bits. You can kind of pick our brains on the bits that you think might be useful. And from that, we'll have a bit of fun with it. And and that's where it came from, really. Alex, do you work alone or are you in a team? Um. Uh, we've got two of us really who are driving most of the tech training, myself and the head of IT. He's also an MIE. Um, I kind of saw the MIE training and then um, kind of said, oh, do you fancy coming along to do this? Um, And he did it as well over the summer. And he's just become an MIE trainer as well um, during our kind of process. So between the two of us, we kind of like tag team it when we can kind of get into different trainings.
0: That's amazing. Um, I I love the idea of tag teaming. I I love the idea of having all these resources available. Are these resources um, private for your district, or is this stuff that maybe we could share on our on our show notes pages? If you give us the links.
1: Um, that's fine. We can we can share anything that we're doing. We're happy. Uh, you can also uh, follow us on uh, at Caledon l and Caledon's the name of the school. Um, and I'll, I'll share that with you. And you can kind of see the things that we're doing there. Basically, we don't have anything that's kind of that we keep totally in house. I try and tweet as much as that we can actually um, we can actually do and put out there.
0: And of course, you can find out all the information on the links for this stuff over on teachercast.net slash MIE Spotlight. This is episode number seven. Alex, talk to us a little bit about that journey to be not only to become an MIE, but taking that next step to be a trainer. Many people aren't sure yet what an MIE trainer is, how it differs from being an MIE expert. Tell us a little bit about that process.
1: Hey, no problem at all. Um, I I don't think anyone should be worried about making that, um, that sort of transition um, simply because I became an MIE um, expert over the summer. And the natural progression then is to go and want to actually share the things that you've learned with the people that you work with. Um, and it's, it's totally simple. If you're already an MIE expert, you will have already been on the uh, educator community site. Um, and you simply go to the training section and you create a training. There's a really simple form where you fill in saying who you're going to train, um, how long that is, and you simply add that. Uh, next to each one of those, there's a code. You simply take the code, pass that on to the person that, uh, that you've trained, make sure that they know how to log on to the educator community. Uh, they simply put that in and um, that's how the training is logged. Um, If you get up to 100 of those trainings, you can become an MIE trainer, and then if you get up to 400 of those trainings, then you become um, an, um, an MIE trainer expert.
0: I I think going over there to education.microsoft.com is certainly a great uh, experience. And there's so many amazing resources on there. I want to get back to talking about some of the resources that you offer. When you're working with with your teachers to create these sways and office mixes... What do you do, or what is the vehicle that you have created to have them share things? Is it just simply putting it all in OneNote and giving links, or do you make a big website that has a whole bunch of sways embedded? Talk to us about that vehicle for collaboration.
1: Um, okay, it's really, really simple. We don't even do any of those really um, at all because we've tried to make it to start with so simple that people don't think, I've got to go on to here, I've got to go on to uh, this area. All we simply did was uh, we did a training session at the beginning of term and we said, here are the tools here are the ways to log into it, uh, and here are the ways to share it within the school that you might want to. So, for example, if it's a Sway, uh, here's the share link. Um, And we gave them the Twitter feed, or they could email it to me in the start. Uh, And if I was finding that people were emailing me rather than using Twitter, I then that was kind of flagged to me to go and sort of have a chat with those and go, would you consider putting it on Twitter? Uh, And we've now got a about 55 to 60 members of staff from September who are have signed up and regularly using Twitter uh, and putting things on there. Um, to be honest, other than that, we've kept it really, really simple. And we haven't said, right, you've got to go to a central place because what we found was that when we've put on um, areas onto shared areas or VLE, so uh, virtual learning environments or anything else, people have gone on. A, some people have seen that as a barrier, and B, some people have gone, well, this is too generic for me, and actually I'm going to have to work to adapt this. And what the teachers have told us is actually really what they want to be able to do is they want some initial training and to judge where they're at and which of those tools are more useful. And then what happens is within the faculty, we usually identify one or two people who are quite good with technology, and in the first instance they can go and speak to those people, or in the second instance, they can come and speak to myself or the head of IT, Tom.
0: Talking today to Alex Handy from the great country of England. Of course, you can find him on Twitter at InquisitiveEDU. Alex, talk to us a little bit about where your future goes from this. Is there a process that you're going forward? What do you, what do you plan on doing in 2017?
1: Yeah, well, the main thing that we're looking at is getting it really embedded. So more of the competitions. So we're looking at more fun stuff. As I say, at the moment, we're doing the awesome mix. There'll be some prizes for Christmas for that one. Uh, Going forward, we're going to push out uh, OneNote class notebook's um, there's at least three or four members of staff, including myself, who are teaching solely using OneNote uh, and have totally got rid of books completely in class. Um, all of the revision re- re- uh, resources are on there. Um, so that's completely there and sort of cascading that down to other staff. We're also looking at, at whole school um, uh, ways of incorporating Office uh, 365. So, for example, at the moment... Every single year group in the school is has a focus for seven weeks on careers, which is the part that I lead. And all of that at the moment is being led through Sway. And the real advantage of that is that uh, rather than me having to send out resources to members of staff, and then if they aren't quite enough, they're not quite long enough, they're not quite engaging the students in the way they should be with careers, and I have to redo those, send those out, people have different files all I simply do is log on and tweak the sways that are there. And the member of staff doesn't have to do a thing. Uh, they may have only 15, 20 minutes to um, sort of direct students in uh, in careers in this way. Um, and it's just brilliant for me to be able to go on um, and say, right, don't worry. You don't have to have any new file. Just keep using the same link. And we're having a look at ways that actually we could deliver more tutor programs and whole school programs using things like sway or OneNote.
0: Do your teachers find the competition and do your teachers find the uh, your system of professional development? Is this encouraging for them? Are they a little nervous? Are they apprehensive about getting in? Or do you find that they're, let's go and let's have a competition?
1: Um, I thought they might feel a little bit nervous about it uh, with the competitions. And nothing could be further from the truth. Um, in reality, they've just gone with it totally. They've been absolutely brilliant. And I think part of the reason why that is, is that it hasn't cost them huge amounts of time and effort to do. And what they've done is they've got a tool which can enhance their learning with very little effort, uh, very little tweaking to their um, their plans and their term plans. So if I give you an example, one of the things that's happening at the moment, uh, English do diaries um, and they do um, sort of longer passages of uh, writing from uh, various different perspectives. And historically, some of that they've done using PowerPoint. And they shifted doing that. And they shifted doing their poem analysis to Sway this year because um, they wanted students to quickly be able to focus on the text and what they're writing rather than, am I using this font? Am I using that background? And that's been incredibly successful. And that's been a success because um, they haven't had to shift that much in the way that they're teaching, but they're just getting better outcomes.
0: Alex, I got to say thank you so much for coming on today and sharing your passions, not only for professional development, but for the MIE community. Before I let you go, we do have a series of questions here, which we call the MIE Spotlight. Would you be ready and willing to take the MIE Spotlight Challenge?
1: Definitely. That'd be great.
0: All right. I got to warn you, these questions are very, very tough here. First question is, and this might be the easy one here, how does Office 365 help you provide amazing lessons or professional development for your teachers?
1: I think what it does is because there's a range of tools in a range of areas, it's not saying, right, we've got to do this every time in this way. Um, And it means for me that I can look across the range of tools and I can say, right, well, actually, yeah, this one's going to work for me today. And actually, I'm still going to teach in the way that I've always taught because I I do that because that's what I think really engages students. I'm just going to make it better because the tool enables me to do that.
0: Question number two, what does the MIE program
1: mean to you? Um, A community, really. um, And... I didn't think it would be as much of that as I uh, have found it to be. There are some amazing educators in the UK which have really supported me. Uh, just over the last 10 weeks, um, theres I'll, I'll share some of those uh, in the notes of some of the people. There's uh, at least 10 or 15 educators who have just said anything you need, any help you need, anything you need to find we will be there and... It's not an empty promise. And I think that's true within the UK and around the world. Um, I've had questions, and you pretty much know within probably minutes, I've had answers back in seconds where people have said, yeah, I can help you. There we go, straight away. And that, that's just brilliant.
0: I, I love that. And, and honestly, that's, that's been the number one answer from everybody here so far is, is, is the community. And, and that leads us into our next question here. What makes it so special to you? Um, why is this something that you continue to have you know, give service to and help serve your students and teachers?
1: Um, Because I think it's a two-way thing. Uh, I can see the impact with uh, students and teachers already. um, And at the same time, um i'm getting something from it because i've got that great community the students are getting something from it and they're more engaged in the lessons that they're in and they're coming out going oh that's brilliant and from my leadership position teachers are turning around to me and saying do you know what you sent that sway out or i use sway today in my class and do you know what it was really easy and the kids absolutely loved it and it made the learning better and for me that's kind of wins all around
0: Very cool. All right. The next one we might have to translate for you. The the general question here is, why are your kids awesome? But if we want to translate that to why are your teachers awesome? Let's go in that direction.
1: Um, My teachers are awesome um, because they will give it a go. Um, I've got some some teachers who are are worried about tech, and they've still given it a go with OneDrive and Sway. And I've got a lot of teachers who have just gone, give it to me, we'll give it a go. And yeah when you're trying something new it doesn't always work exactly the way you want it but our teachers haven't come back to me and said oh well i'm never going to use this again they come back to me and say right how can i make this work because i can see the potential and the fact they're willing to give it a go and they're willing always to put the student at the center of that learning process and say how can i make the learning better and i can see how this tool does that that just makes them brilliant
0: i love it i love it two more questions here This is probably the hardest one. What is your best teachable moment?
1: Um, For me, I think I'd split that into two. For me, in my classroom, my best teachable moments are the ones where um, students really click. And I've had those moments with um, Skype, uh, Mystery Skype, as an example. Um, I did my first one and I was fully prepared that I thought, I'm not sure my kids are even going to find out where in, in the, the US they were because that's where the person was. And within 20 minutes, just using their phones, we didn't even book out laptops or anything. They were just using their personal phones. They managed to find a place where um, the school was and they would got it uh, up on the screen and gone. Is this a picture of your school to the the other students we were working with? Uh, that 's just amazing that that 's incredible um, and then, from a sort of a leadership viewpoint it 's when staff come back to me and go that was brilliant you 've sent that out. it totally worked. The students connected with it thank you that That makes my day
0: very cool and i 'll give you the last one here for anybody who 's out there that 's getting started using office three hundred and sixty five maybe they 're in a new position, maybe they 're in a school district that 's just migrating over. what advice do you give them? to get started using this amazing ecosystem?
1: I would say definitely sign up for the MEC, for the the educator community. Uh, It's just got tons of resources on there, which are going to train you up in areas you're not sure about. Um, And I would say uh, start with the totally easy win. Start with OneDrive, show staff how Word Online, Excel Online are so easy to use and have so many benefits. Then maybe use a Sway because um, that will just revolutionise how you use PowerPoint and Sway in different ways. And then kind of maybe grade up to uh, Office Mix and then looking at um, uh, potentially OneNote once you've cracked those. You'll probably get a few early adopters anyway, which is brilliant. But kind of use that grading system, get on the MEC um, and those two things combined, you probably won't go too far wrong. And more importantly than any of that, have fun with it and make sure that the teachers are enabling themselves to have fun with it.
0: You know, we talked about using professional development, using superheroes, bringing fun, bringing champagne, bringing chocolate into professional development. These are topics we've never, never hit on our show. Alex, thank you so much for joining us today. Before you go one more time, where can we find out more information about the great stuff happening in your neck of the woods?
1: So you can follow me at at inquisitive edu. Uh, You can uh, follow us on Twitter as a school um, at Caledon L&T. So that's learning and teaching. So the L&T. So follow both of those. They're the main places to go to to have a look for us. Uh, And we generally kind of retweet all of our ideas uh, from there and other people. We kind of magpie other people's ideas. That'd be the best place.
0: And once again, we want to thank Alex for coming on the show and sharing his passions for not only professional development, but for ways to be innovative in the classroom and in his school district. I love the idea of using superheroes to combine fun and exciting professional development and create an engaging environment for his teachers to learn. I absolutely love it. I know I'm going to be taking some of those ideas back to my school district, and I hope you do too. If you're interested in finding out more information about about Alex and all the great stuff he's doing check out our show notes you can find them over at teachercast.net slash M I E spotlight this is episode seven all of our links all of our Everything from his episode is going to be over there. Of course, there's other great ways that you can participate in this podcast. You can, of course, subscribe to this show and all of our shows over at TeacherCast.net slash M-I-E audio and TeacherCast.net slash M-I-E video to subscribe to our audio shows on iTunes and our video shows over on YouTube. And while you're there, please leave us an email at feedback at TeacherCast.net. We want to hear from you, and we would love to feature you in your classrooms on this very program. Don't forget on... November 29th and 30th, the Skypeathon is happening. Visit them over at com. Sign up for the educator community and reach out. Connect your classrooms with the world. Your students are going to have a great time this year at our Skypeathon. Until next time, my name is Jeff Bradbury. Thank you so much for joining us on the MIE Spotlight Series podcast. And on behalf of everybody at Microsoft Education and the TeacherCast Educational Broadcasting community, want to remind you to keep up the great work in your classrooms and continue sharing your passions with your students.